Hi, Laurel here. Just a quick note that Audrey and I and the people we interview later in the show are wearing masks for parts of this, so it might sound a little muffled at times. All right, let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sapphic Culture Club, formerly podcast of a lady on fire, where we explore lesbian themes in film, TV, books, music, and anywhere else Sapphic's room. We're your hosts. I'm Laurel Hachinova. And I'm Audrey Nee. If you are wondering why you can hear, I think, singing, sounds like some clinging, maybe some cars driving by, it's because we are together in person, live, (laughs) recording live at the Mill Valley Film Festival, where we are going to be watching (laughs) Petite Maman. I think it's actually the... Is it the West Coast debut of the film? Oh, California? I think so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Let's just say that. <laughs> Sounds cooler. Yeah, and we are standing outside of the Berkeley Art Museum and Pacific Film Archive. Otherwise known as Bamfa. 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 Yes. So we'll probably discuss some spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie yet, we recommend coming back to this after you've had the chance to watch it. Please. Be <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so sad. So yeah, we are about to go into the theater, but just... A little bit of background, I guess, before we pop in. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Petit Maman, if you don't know already, was written and directed by Celine Sciamma. Ah. It's her fifth feature-length film, and she is reunited with cinematographer Claire Matin from Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I think she wrote and directed this during peak pandemic, which, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what was in her brain that whole time. Laurel, is this your first time seeing it? Yes, absolutely. I have not watched a trailer about it. I have tried to avoid stills, even. You've um, thrown your phone out the window every yeah, time that yeah. still I've appears. Had, I've gone through a lot of phones <laughs> in the lead up to this, so. You're welcome, yeah, Apple. Yeah. Should we go in? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're walking in. Walk, 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 walk. It's oh, the sound of me walking. Going back and forth. So we've run into a a few buddies, a few portrait buddies here, just totally not planned at all. Do you want to say something? Uh, my name is Taryn Heckers, and I'm also known on Instagram as Bad Portrait Fan Art. Have you watched any trailers for the film? I watched one like when it first came out, but it was only in French at the time, oh, so right. I don't actually know what was going <laughs> on. And to be really honest, I don't know much about the movie, but I am a little bit nervous because I love everything Celine, so mm. what happens if I don't love this? It? Yeah, I guess that's a possibility. Yeah, I'm pretty nervous about that. I think I'll love it, but I'm still a little nervous. Just go in with very low expectations. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just a... <laughs> hey, everyone. It's me again. I know. You'll be, you'll, uh, be sick of hearing from me. <laughs> Who is you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Baby. Baby Joanna Goro, the one and only. You're like, everyone knows my voice so well. It's fine. Yeah. They probably do. Well, yeah, come on, by now. <laughs> by now. Come on, the official owl. That's, oh, that's true. Oh. Um, <laughs> have you seen any trailers for this film? I uh, did actually see a couple, but I have then, you know, restrained myself from seeing anything you or trying to read. Pardon? I thought you were going to say I since gave myself amnesia. Oh, well, that, you know, that would be, yeah. But I, I yeah, purposely did not want to read anything about it or, or see anything about it, so. But you've seen it. 
I have seen it. It's okay. true. No spoilers. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything. Okay, good. Although I just told Taryn to have very low expectations, not because it's not good. <laughs> to what? I told Taryn to go in with low expectations, not because okay. it's not good, but because they were worried that they, they're nervous. It's a safe way to live in general. Yeah. I mean, it, it is generally how I live my life, yeah. so <laughs> I, I think it's okay. It's a good way to live because it's like everything is so yeah. much better yeah. than it would have been otherwise. It either meets it or surpasses it. Exactly. Yeah, great. I like if it, it. And if it doesn't meet it, it's like horribly bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, great. That was a great, yeah. Now Very I'm convincing. really excited. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we are now in line to enter. Um, and we'll see you on the other side when we get out. Hey, it's Audrey this time. So for this next part, we are no longer wearing masks, but we are recording on a pretty busy street. So apologies if it's hard to hear what people are saying. This actually seems like a good time to mention that we now have transcripts of each episode and you can find a link to that in our show notes. All right, back to the show. So we have just finished watching Petite Maman and we are now outside the theater well a block and a half away about waiting for a table at two restaurants in the meantime we're going to talk about our thoughts first impressions second or third impressions in some people's cases yeah i guess i could kick i'll kick things off i'm going to try to do something spoiler free in case you are well for the first part of this and then i'm just going to ruin it but it was a very very sweet movie and i'm really happy i saw it I tried to keep my expectations low because I knew it wasn't going to be Portrait of a Lady on Fire Do, right? And it was not. <laughs> but there were, there were so many echoes of it and some of her other films, so that was really nice. Okay, so I think the end of the spoiler-free part is now. Petite Maman, that's it. Like, when you get why it's called that, it's very, very cute. I think the, her using twins to pull this off was a really cool idea and it's amazing what she's able to do with such a sparse setting it was interesting to me that this movie started similarly to the portrait with like a pencil about to make a mark a woman about to make a mark right there were parts where the girls were following each other and it reminded me of (laughs) like Eloise about to turn around for the first time oh there was a part where I think Nelly sat up in bed and it was very similar to Marianne sitting up in bed and of course there's Marianne in this movie right so it's Marie right was in Water Lilies and then Marianne and Marianne and then Marianne so that was really sweet I'm suddenly (laughs) it's how all the movies hold hands it's so sweet yeah I don't know there were so many it was short but I think it was the perfect length it didn't feel like the pacing dropped for me at all. I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, those are my initial thoughts. What do you want to see for Well, a horror film, actually. For, like, yeah, yeah. This felt like a comedy. I don't know. It was really sweet. I didn't have any expectations, and so to have laughed so much was really surprising to me. Yeah. If you can, I don't think anyone's listening to this who hasn't seen it hopefully already but watch it in a theater it's really great it's great to see it with other people if you feel comfortable doing so 
If you can't see it in theaters, I would say watch it with headphones because I feel like it's so quiet that you you really want to hear all the sort of like atmospheric ambient sounds. But I wanted to add on to what you said about like when you're talking about the similarities with the portrait. I feel like there are a lot. It takes it's like very quiet, like portrait in in some ways. It's very understated, which I guess is Celine's like sort of signature move. It also takes place in a sort of transitional state. You know what I mean? Like portrait is where you feel like they're moving through and out of the house that they're in. And they're in this house that's haunted by the past, you know? And yeah, like the pair of girls instead of women this time. So there there are quite a few similarities. Oh, and the big thing too, I think is there's no non-diegetic sound or music except for one, which was once again like para, para one. And it had like a choral element too. So it was nice to see those similarities in a very, very, very different film, like a very different story. And like, it felt like it was something that came out of quarantine in a lot of ways. Um, and yeah, it was really sweet, And but it, it was sweet in this way that wasn't twee. And I feel like if someone else had this script, they would have made it twee, you know? There's this one line that really stuck with me after I watched it the first time, this is like stuck with me since, which is the, when the mom says, the baby mom, the petite mom says, you didn't invent my sadness. And I was like, that's something that I feel like as humans, we tend to take on the burden of hurting people, but it's like a lot of times it's just part of who they are, but anyway. And then the ending also killed me. Like when the daughter looks up and it's like Marianne, and then she's like, Nellie. And like, I just felt like they both felt so seen on the, like the same level, you know, even though they're like mom and daughter. And that just like broke my heart. There's, there's this kind of generational generational trauma theme yes. for both portrait and this and there was a countess oh and the other thing that i forgot was that they they made art together like the two main female characters make made art together um yeah we're gonna see if someone else wants to talk to us does anyone want to share their feelings the reaction oh, to any feelings it doesn't have to be about the film just like how you're feeling right now how much time do we have uh, are you my therapist yes but this is not anonymous or I'm, or, confidential. <laughs> or confidential yeah we do have a question Oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, uh, my name is Sleeps. I feel like this is confessional. I, I've been a, a portrait friend for like a, a year or two. And yeah, so we're here today and watch Petit Mamon in theater. And there's only one question that we have is inside a cupboard on top, there was the blue butter cookie tin can. We desperately need to know what it's inside. Was it cookies? Or is it a sewing kit? We're dying to know. Celine, if you're listening to this, please let us know. Thank you. Taryn, do you want to share your, your reaction to this film? It's so different from Portrait that I'm like having a really hard time letting it soak in. Like I liked it, definitely. And it definitely brought back memories and feelings of childhood. But it's so different. I mean, it's more similar to Tomboy, which is my second favorite Celine movie. So I feel like I need to go back and watch Tomboy this weekend so that the two viewings are close together. I think the first thing that really caught my attention in it was when they're in the car and Nellie is eating the like cheese puffs or whatever they are. And she eats them in such a specific way, right? Like kind of chomps them with her front teeth. 
and it's such a childlike thing to do and I don't know if that was a Celine thing I'm assuming it was or if that was just like her being a kid but it's like it's so perfect that's exactly what I used to do as a kid and when I'm feeling goofy it's still what I do now at 33. I'm pretty sure that's how Celine still eats her cheese puffs. <laughs> Let me ask you what do you want to see from Celine Siama next? I want to see more lesbians. Okay, baby raised her hand. An epic, I uh, know, yeah, you can't see me raising my hand. Uh, epic uh, story set in space. Mm, space opera? Yes, space we, opera, we, yes. We discussed this prior. It's the 1920s Whoa. lesbian scene and bar setting in Paris. Very specific. This is something that she, I think she mentioned before, and I really, 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 really need to see it. So make that happen. <laughs> Do you hear that? Make that happen. Yeah. Like you horror. specifically. Yeah. Some you horror movie you. because you know she's really good at you know as we've seen the, the gothic all the gothic yeah. elements in portrait. It's funny because there's there are like horror elements in this film. Don't yeah. you feel like? Do you want to talk more about that? Yes, I do, because I remember what I was thinking about that when we first said that. Oh, okay. So when Nellie helps Marion carry that giant branch into the woods, it looks like a witch's hut. Like, it's just a little, the, the stick house that she's, they've put together is a witch's hut. And then, of course, she ends up in a parallel universe that is a, you know, it's her house, but in the past. And so that feels very haunting. But then when you go to her house in the future, it's like desolate. And that's creepy too. Like there are a lot of horror. And then of course, like the Black Panther that's at the foot of the bed, that's just a shadow creature that is probably representational of something like internal turmoil or just a manifestation of fear, right? In general. So yeah, there were a ton of horror elements. I really like the way Celine set up the whole scene in the kitchen with the with them painting around that one cupboard. Oh, and yeah, then when yeah. when the cupboard was removed, you just yeah. saw the old wallpaper. Yeah. And then... ASMR! Ooh, there's our ASMR. Too bad it wasn't a lesbian on that. The thing that you were just talking about, where the wallpaper, it looked like a doorway, you know? It looked kind of like a portal. I, I thought like, I yeah, exactly, yeah, we just watched like, that. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it's a door to the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> or the past. It felt like it though, right? Because yes. it's like this very clear delineation. Kind of it looked like mm -hmm. I always yeah. thought about it as, um, as a connection to the past. Yeah. Because she can visually see like yeah, yeah, that yeah. visual connection yeah. to like to the past. But I never saw it as like a door. It's so that really like the past Right. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. so good. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and then like the hidden cupboard, like that's kind of an, an interesting. Is that a common like, feature? I think Celine said she built that based on her grandmother's house. She did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, I think the woods. I think those are her the woods that she like grew up in, right? The pyramid also is, is in water lilies, and it was much cleaner before. So if you go and watch water lilies when they are looking out onto the water, it's it's much cleaner. Yeah, it's from her hometown. Thanks for the Easter eggs. Introduce yourself. Oh, oh, random passerby. Oh, that's, someone just passed by with all this like yeah, Easter egg. It's yeah. amazing. Stranger on the street. <laughs> that's Natasha. There was a rowboat in portrait. There was a rowboat in this. But they don't need any men. Oh but they don't need God. any men. That's right. Nice.
Yeah. In the future, they don't need men. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't need men. Or in the past. Either. Yeah. No. <laughs> Something I was disappointed by is that there was no dance scene. Oh. <laughs> like we had a, a music-heavy scene, like in all of the other films, but there was no dance scene. And since this is most similar to Tomboy out of her other movies, and my favorite part of Tomboy is the dance scene. I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get a dance scene in this. It's interesting that she had her listen to music from the future though. And so there was like a music enjoyment scene, but you didn't even get to hear the music. Well, but it, it cuts right away to the, the Para One song. It almost feels like it, it's implying that that's what she's listening to, maybe. Yeah, but right, there's no dancing. We gotta go check in. This is just like last time we, do you remember for your birthday, we were like interrupted by the guy at the table. Anyway, we're getting interrupted again. Thank you all for your beautiful insights. Now it's time for Gay ASMR. Keeping with the now novel theme of watching a movie in theaters, this episode's Gay ASMR features the sounds of my sapphic partner eating popcorn. I do want to provide a trigger warning here if you have misophonia or any kind of phobia of hearing chewing or other oral sounds, you may want to skip this gay ASMR. But before we get to the popcorn... Have any sapphic questions for the next show? Let us know. You can email us at sapphiccultureclub at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at sapphiccultureclub and Twitter at sapphicpodcast. All right, and now it's time for gay ASMR. 